Episode 15, brought to you by our sponsors, Twisted Tea Lights and Pepsi. Hello, Pepsi. Cheers. We got a drink to our sorrows after that Bills game. And also our sponsor, Ace Hardware. If you're out there, we need some heaters or something because we're going to be in garages soon. (laughs) We're also live on the Instagram Live. Uh, Mikey D, Spicy Pickle, cannot make it tonight because he has other priorities. AKA playing euchre, you know. Yeah, prior, you know, it's uh, Greg. Guess Greggy T is uh, finding himself in a primary role here on this podcast. We're looking good. Uh, projections are trending up for Greggy T to be a full time member. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, uh, I'm, I'm glad to do another episode, and uh, we're looking forward to talking about what was a uh, very, very inauspicious end of the season for both. The Bills and the Eagles. And the Eagles. So. I watched that Bills game and I went through every fucking emotion. I was happy. I was sad. I yeah. was mad. Yep. I, I, everything. I don't think I've I don't think I've gotten upset or angry over many Bills games this year because I'm an Eagles fan first, but that was brutal. Let's that break, was brutal. Let's break it oh. down a little bit and then I probably never want to talk about this game again. Yep. This yep. Checks out. Opening drive. Opening drive. Where was that Bills offense the whole season? <laughs> I don't even think. Uh, forget <laughs> where. Forget where was that drive. The whole season. Forget where was that drive the last ten years. I mean, we went down, and we ran five brilliant plays, followed by a reverse Philly special. Was what it looked like, and it, a better pass could have been thrown by John, John Brown. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> More, but still, it was. The designs, those were obviously set plays that they were going to run at the beginning of the game. But, I mean, you just thought with, with, when the way they came out, you know, the Bills were going to put up a bunch of points. And only one team in the NFL could go down and score that easily and then score three field goals in the next two quarters. And that's the Buffalo Bills. And uh, <laughs> that's just, you know, you can't it's you can't get field goals in playoff games. Um, expect to win. And, um... At the end of the day, you can't blow a 16 nothing lead. 16 nothing at half. <laughs> Turning point was pretty much when Watson rushed for that touchdown. Mm-hmm. 16-7. And I also think um, there was a bunch of different moments in the game you could look at back at why the Bills lost. But um, it's just, I said before the game to Tim and everyone I was watching with, that sometimes in a playoff game, you just got to make less mistakes than the other team. That's it. And you win. And if the Bills had just done that. <laughs> just one. Just one time. Just one. Just once. <laughs> I mean, they would have won the game. And um, I talked to a lot of Bills fans this week. And they're, you know what? I got a lot of different reactions. A lot of heart heartbreakers. People who are sad. You know, thought the Bills could go a lot farther. And a lot of people who see the growth and the loss. It's hard to it's hard to see the growth. I The Bills are very good. The Bills are a good team. But what I let me retract that because very good we're not there yet. <laughs> very good is the teams that are going to play. Good team. They're a good team, but they pulled a Bills move, which they always do. Yep, you just can't get your hopes up with these guys, and this is why over the last few years I've become more of an Eagles fan because <laughs> I mean the Bills are just—it's frustrating, man. It really is to watch them go down like that to a team that really, um, 
I'm not gonna sit here. Probably and s- should not have won. No, I mean JJ, I he played way better than I expected. He did. He but, was a disturber. But I mean, the Bills for the most part, um, at least in the first half, kept him at bay. Didn't let him make a lot of plays. Um, but I just thought that it was a game the Bills were definitely gonna win. Um, and it was looking like that. And it really is amazing the Texans found it in that game on offense because. They don't run any creative plays. They no. weren't doing anything special. I thought the Bills were ridiculously good. Like they got up sixteen nothing because they were getting pressure. They were keeping contain on Watson, and they were doing. Every, and then Trey, Trey White, as we talked about the previous week on this podcast, shut down Hopkins the entire first half. The guy for didn't make, as much as you can. Yeah. First half definitely. Yeah, and then he ends with like eighty yards. But that's pretty much shutting down. It is an elite receiver. And he ended the game with six catches for ninety yards. I mean, that's pretty good. And really, oh, Trey White wasn't wasn't on him a couple plays, but I mean, he did a pretty good job, man. I thought the Bills did pretty much everything you wanted to do to get up 16-0, and they did the complete opposite. Let, let's talk about three plays specifically, because I know there's a lot we want to talk on this podcast, but let's keep it to like 20-ish minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the play, I think, coming out of half. Bills kick it off. The dude yeah. catches it, walks forward, and drops the ball. And they don't blow it dead. They call a touchdown on the field, and these phantom officials come on the field with black jackets. Never seen them in a football game in my life, and then they reverse the call. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on um, that? I think it's a new rule in the league uh, that doesn't really happen. Uh, if you do give yourself up and you wave, it means that you're not going to catch the ball. But he didn't. But wave he didn't. For a fair but catch. he didn't do that. And he, he didn't just kneel. he did, didn't kneel, so he just put the ball down, and the Bills picked it up. I think it'll go down as a hometown call, but I think at the end of the day, it probably should have been a touchdown. And by definition, like yeah, he meant, yeah. he meant a touchback, but that doesn't matter. But it should have still have to take a knee. Yeah, uh, I tell you right now that that play, I don't know how much momentum it gave Houston. If it gave him any, but. If the Bills at that play stands and it's twenty three, the game's over. The game's over. Game's, game's over. over. You start preparing for Kansas City that the week, the day after, and it's just uh, it was a weird play in the game. I've never really seen anything like it in a while in the league. People don't really do that. So, but it's a play that probably should have been looked at a lot more closely than it was. I feel like they just kind of said, "Nah, he gave himself up." Yeah, no there's, touchdowns. There's been many games in colleges where people do that and they call a touchdown. I'm yep. not sure about the NFL. I didn't really look too much into it, but I'm sure there's been plays like that in the past in the NFL. Yeah. Moving on to another play, um, which pretty much would have sealed the game except for the blindside block. Yeah. Let's let's talk about this. Um, that rule was brought into the league. I think this was the first year it happened because people get interceptions and then a player's running after them and then somebody's running backwards and destroys him. That is a blindside block. Yeah. And this guy, I don't even know the Bills player. Granted, he was running backwards. I think, I think it was Ford. He was running backwards, and he was blocking with his hands. He didn't lead with his shoulder or his helmet. And it wasn't like a crazy... Malicious, like he yeah. didn't kill him. Yeah. He was just blocking He him. was just... And he wasn't even... He really wasn't even... Um, he barely touched the guy, honestly. He gave him a little, light little shove. Guy freaking acted like you know he pushed him across the field maybe to help draw the penalty, but it was a play that obviously was the, the play that everybody throughout this week has looked at that probably cost the Bills the game. Um, one of them. Yeah, one of the plays, but um, I don't think it was a crackback 
block. Um, I've seen those blocks, and I've and seen. Talking of, if we're going to play that game with intent, like with that kickoff, oh, he meant for a touchback. Well, he did not mean to, you know, uh, kill him when he was blocking. Oh, exactly, hundred percent. He was and, just blocking. And I've seen Jarvis Landry, Julian Edelman, bunch of guys in the league make the crackback block. Yeah, that it's actually a crackback. So yeah. and then the then player you could, doesn't get off the ground. And yeah, and then you compare it to what happened Awful. on Saturday. Yeah, it was bad. Bad. There was definitely some questionable calls in the game, which um, I felt like the Bills obviously needed. But um, let's talk about. Besides, let's talk about the play of the year in the NFL. I have never in my life, I, think I, know what you're I have never in my life thought what could make Josh Allen, when he's going to the ground, lateral that ball behind with his a head left in with the a game. minute left, and the game is tied. I mean, that play could have been, that could have been a play where he throws it, and then Dawson Knox is not there, and then the Texans pick it up and run it for a touchdown. It reminds me of that move, the Little Giants, last play of the game where they're doing all those laterals. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. But or- there's a minute left in the game, and they kept panning to him on the sideline. He, he looked like he wanted to cry. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't good. Yo, throw, throw, away, throw away the he's a rookie and it's a rookie mistake. No, 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 forget about it. You, you don't play go, football his whole yeah, life. Yeah, you don't go to the ground in an NFL playoff game, and when you've already committed – to running it yourself at the very last second, not even knowing who was behind you, decide I'm gonna throw it behind me and see if someone's there. I mean, me, my mom, everybody watching the game. I've never in my life oh. seen a dumber play from the Bills, and I mean, just it's just unbelievable. There's no explanation to it. And Josh Allen says after the game, I gotta be better. I gotta do this. Blah blah blah. My no, you're right, dude. You gotta. That's embarrassing. All you have to do is just not turn over the ball. Get like 230 yards, you know, one touchdown, you win the game probably. Basically, and we didn't, The and I just, that was the play of the game for me, obviously. We just named three probably most important plays of the game. But, I mean, Josh Allen, he had two fumbles, only one of them was a true fumble. Yeah, exactly. He, he's got a fumbling issue, man. He if does. If you're going to run the ball, Gotta, hold you, on to the ball. Well, I'll tell you what he also has is um a lot of quarterbacks in the league do it. Um, They do it well, though, and he doesn't do this well. You gotta understand where pressure's coming from in the league. And you have to be aware. It's called pocket awareness, okay? And if you're a QB, you gotta have it. Like, you gotta be able to feel when people are near you. He doesn't feel when people are near him on either side, and he never steps up. Not good quarterbacks in the league. Brady, Russell Wilson, I saw it the whole day on Sunday when the Eagles played the Seahawks. Rodgers, when they feel people are coming on the backside of them, they'll step up, and then that's when they'll step through and either run. Or they'll make a throw to a wide receiver who has adjusted their route to get open now because they have stepped through. You have to learn to do that. I don't care if it's your first year. You have to. That's something that he could have done a lot against the Texans that he didn't do, and it led to a lot of sacks and them causing fumbles. And yep. he's got to be very better protective of the ball. He's got the ball out here when he's trying to scramble. Like people can get at it like that. You got to have it here as the quarterback at all times, right here. So people can only get at it if you're cocking your arm back and throwing it. But. Uh, it just—it's better pocket awareness is a few of the things that I mean. Obviously, still a young kid, like twenty-something years old, but you got to get better because for the future, it's something you need in yep. the NFL. So, so on that note, we're never going to talk about the Bills again. Mm-hmm. The rest of the season, we're done. We're moving on. That's it. Yep. I know you want to talk a little bit about the Philly game. Yeah, I do. Just for just for 
no more than like two to three minutes. I just want to say that. Get it out. First of all, <laughs> get it out. First of all, um, here we go. There's a frustrating game. Here we go. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> uh, the, the 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 most frustrating part about it is that like we didn't even get a chance to see Carson Wentz play the game in the playoffs, and it's horrible. He hasn't and played in the playoffs. It, it is, yeah. First, and, he, and he got paid, man. Yeah, first career playoff start. And Clowney takes him in what I thought was a targeting penalty and hits him in the back of the head, and he gets knocked out. When I saw him on the sideline walking to the locker room, I was like, why? And you know what? It's just so brutal. That's the second time this year the Eagles have lost to the Seahawks at home. The, by the same, I'm not kidding you, you Google it too, by the same exact final score. We lost both times, 17-9. to So we lost both times by one score, and we... Got three field goals. I watched the Eagles the entire game. Even with Josh McCown. 40-year-old was just on ESPN a year ago. Josh McCown. Move us, move us down the field. He was coaching in high school this year yeah. when the season yeah. started. For crying out loud. Until we signed him mid-year. He moved the... He, first of all, I saw Josh Allen, him cry at the... Not Josh Allen. Josh McCown at the end of the game. He's crying. And Josh Allen. Yeah. He was crying. You saw him have a warm embrace with Ertz. Give that guy credit. He went 18 of 20 for 175 yards. He didn't turn the ball over. He didn't lose us the game. He kept us in the game. And I thought when Wentz got hurt, the game was basically over because we already had no wideouts and we were short on running back. But hey, man, just epitome of the Eagles season that Carson Wentz got injured in the playoff game because our entire group, the whole team, the whole team, injured, the, whole team the top corners. And then the why top... did why did they fire the offensive coordinator? You had no players the whole season, nope. and you made the playoffs. Why would you fire him? Yes, not it's, makes no yeah. sense. Now it makes no sense. And uh, is Jim Schwartz still the defensive coordinator? Yeah, I thought Jim Schwartz did a good job, but I tell you what, um, Jim Schwartz made the dumbest play I've ever seen. Uh, the final drive of the game when the Seahawks had third and ten from the Philly from from their own like five, and then he throws that hail mary pass to Metcalf, who catches it, and the game's over. Jim Schwartz did an all-out blitz on that play. You don't do that when it's third and ten, and they haven't backed up. You just play a zone, and you you play coverage. And then you just pray to God that Russell Wilson either gets sacked, or he just makes throws out of bounds. Something, dude, you don't. That was the most frustrating play of the game. You don't blitz. He threw a perfect pass. DK Metcalf absolutely shredded the Eagles. And And the Eagles... Bills and another team are one of the many teams that passed on that guy. He, in a couple of years, will be one of the best receivers in the league. He is a mammoth. Yeah, like talk, wide talking out. about. I know we talked about on a couple of past episodes of needing a bigger receiver. Duke Williams. Oh, we played. passed. We passed on DK Metcalf. Why are we talking about the Bills again? And here we go. Duke Williams. Well, we, Duke <laughs> Williams played in the game. You know, he showed some promise, but we passed on DK Metcalf. We passed on Metcalf for Cody Ford, that offensive lineman we got. Now, don't get me wrong. You can never have enough linemen, but if you have DK Metcalf on Saturday against Houston, <laughs> John Brown's getting open a lot more. I can <laughs> yeah. promise you that. So it's just DK Metcalf was a matchup nightmare for the Eagles midget cornerbacks yep. uh, the entire game. and uh, But the Eagles did all they could. It was depressing to end the year like that. But um, what are you going to do, man? I'll tell you right now, if there's one team to watch out for the rest of the playoffs, it's the Seahawks. And the reason I say that, every single year at this time of the year, Russell Wilson, they, Russell Wilson gets magic. going. They put it together. That guy, I watched the whole game. He was not highly touted out of college because he was so short. But he has been one of the best quarterbacks in the league oh, yeah. that hasn't been 
talked about like Rodgers and Brady have for years. Maybe he has, and I haven't heard it, but he has got one of the best deep balls. It's it's beautiful. Like that throw to Metcalf at the end of the game. He has got great pocket awareness. He scrambles out of pressure when he needs to. He literally does everything you want out of a quarterback, and he's a true, true winner. That at the end of the game, when they were shaking hands, asked Peterson if Carson Wentz was okay. He's one of the better people in the NFL, and that's why I don't hate Russell Wilson. I hate that we had to chase him for forty minutes, for sixty <laughs> minutes. But you know what? That's the one team this weekend. I told people you got to watch out for because Russell Wilson could go straight into Green Bay and beat them again. I mean, well, they haven't played this year. I'm sorry, but is out of all the teams this weekend. Let's move on to the games that are upcoming this yep. weekend. We'll just we'll go right to it. Green Bay, Seattle. Um, I'm, t- I'm t- like I've said. I'm glad Russell you said- Wilson is one and nine in Lambeau. <sighs> Hashtag heard that on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, it's I. You know, Seattle's cold. Green Bay's cold. Hmm? He's got a losing record. It's going to be a very, very, very close game, and I don't want Seattle to win because obviously I'm not cheering for them, the team that just beat Philly. But the, the teams are pretty much even on both sides. The Packers are a little bit better defensively, but. Like I just said, man, Russell Wilson, the Packers the whole year haven't had a wide receiver step up that isn't Devontae Adams. And I tell you right now, that could be what they're undoing this week. I feel like Seattle will be able to cover, and we'll see. I feel like they're going to— There's supposed to be a lot of snow. Yeah. Yeah, Well, that that favors Green Bay because they ran the whole year with Aaron Jones. So we'll see how Green Bay goes. Um, I don't like to ever pick against Aaron Rodgers, ever, especially in Lambeau. But if there's one dude that could beat him— it's the Seahawks because the way Metcalf and Lockett are playing now, they give their secondary some trouble. Sorry, right, projections on the game. Who's um, winning? No spread, straight up. No spread. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I'm just. I'm, I'm. I've been praising the Seahawks for the last few minutes, despite the fact that they beat my Eagles. So I'm gonna pick Seattle to win the game, 24. 24-21, last-second field goal for Jason Myers. That's what I'm going to predict. Jason Myers. I'm going to pick Green Bay. I don't like picking teams that are coming off the bye in the playoffs. I feel like they're going to come out rusty. But Green Bay, statistically, probably is a better team on both sides of the ball. Yeah, no, for sure. That's Running what I'm saying. and offense. You wouldn't think they're they... at home. i got to go with Green Bay here. As much as I like Russell Wilson, I think Green Bay gets it done. Yeah, you know what? I will say that Green Bay... Much improved this year on defense, and and that's been their undoing the last few years. Hashtag Mike McCarthy Dallas. Yeah, Mike McCarthy. Two thousand players going to be Liddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on to the Texans and Chiefs. Got the. Uh, for me, it's not really an intriguing I think game. We, I think we can just sum this up in about ten seconds. Yeah, um, I got the Chiefs. Like thirty to thirteen, something Kelsey, something bad. Kelsey, Mahomes, Tyree, yeah, like Damian Williams is turning it up. Yeah, and they got M- M- Watkins. It's like so many guys that run the four four. And uh, <laughs> the Chiefs' defense has come alive. Yep, and that, that, I, I tell you right now, that game this week, I will be stunned if they lose that. Game. I will be that. That'll be the most stunning outcome of the week. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the game where I absolutely a hundred ten percent expect the home team to win. And if Mahomes does not light them up, well. I'd be stunned. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. All right, moving on because that's just plain and simple. Yep. Titans, Ravens. I think the spread was yeah. eight and a half. I'll tell you right now, that spread needs to go down because right now, oh. right now, they're playing They're playing well. And I Ryan never. Ryan Tannehill. Little, little Derrick Henry. Like a top quarterback in the league. 
Derrick Henry Henry led the league in rushing, didn't even play the last game. He is a giant human being who is almost impossible to tackle unless you got like two or three dudes at the same time. I was watching that Patriots game, and they said they clocked him on one of his runs at over 20 miles an hour. Yeah. Dude weighs like 260. Have you ever seen? How do you run that fast? You have probably never seen the image a couple years ago of the national championship game when Derrick Henry was still in college. I didn't and watch Mar- it. Yep, and Mark Ingram. Alabama. Mark Ingram was retired. And, well, sorry, Mark Ingram was in the NFL, but he's also an Alabama alum. This is Mark Ingram, and this is Derrick Henry. They're both NFL running backs yep. in terms of size. He is a monster, and I tell you right now, he is the pure reason why they have a chance to beat the Ravens because if they can do the same exact thing they did against New England, just run the ball with Henry, have Tannehill make timely throws, they have a shot to pull another upset this week. And mark my words, this happens every year. One wild card team does always win in the divisional round because they're hot, and the team that had the bye Come comes out, out crap. Yep. Yeah. And they fall behind, and then once they dig themselves out of it, they it's too it's too late. So one of them, I don't know who it's going to be, but one one team will win this pull an upset this week. Well, uh, one way to stop opponent offense is time of possession. Exactly, run, running the ball. Another which reason is the perfect formula for Tennessee to keep Lamar Jackson off the yep. field. Yep. So I, on that note, um, I will pick the game. Okay. And I will picks are in. The picks are in. Um, I just praise the Titans. But I'm not going to pick against the Ravens because uh, they are they've been so much better than ha- like the whole NFL this year. 14 and two, like it feels like in every phase that I feel like they will. And John Harbaugh is not his brother. He's a ridiculously good coach, and so <laughs> <laughs> great at preparing them. So I feel like they will be ready for Derrick Henry. Uh, sometimes you don't have the personnel to stop certain teams. New England don't have the linebackers to stop Derrick Henry with the front seven of Baltimore. I think they'll do a much better. Job and their secondary is very underrated, so I feel like they'll force Tannehill into some bad plays, but it'll be a close game. So I'm gonna take the Ravens 27 to 17. Okay, but I, but I, I think that's I think it'll come down to like it'll be like 21 17, and the Ravens will get like a last a late minute touchdown to seal it. But I do think it'll be a close game, but I'm gonna take the Ravens. My projections are this. Lamar Jackson, as good as he been, as good as he was this season, as good as he was in college, he had one playoff game last year. That was a horrible showing by Lamar. Oh, that's right. When they played the Chargers and it was at home. I think that's right. Lamar Jackson is going to pull a Josh Allen, and he's going to be seeing stars this game. Maybe not the first half. Yeah. Maybe not the second half. Maybe at some point. I think Ryan Tannehill, he has more experience in the league. Uh, as much as we make fun of Derrick Henry, fat bitch, but fat bitch, fat yeah. bitch, but uh, I think he's a factor, and I think uh, there's gonna be one big special play, special teams possibly, little uh, kick return or something. Uh, I'm I'm telling you right I'm now, I'm picking the upset. We're doing it. There it is. There <laughs> We're it is. going Titans. Do you have a score? And I also have Titans in our suicide pool, so yeah, it checks Let's out. I'm starting to, if the Titans win again, I'm starting to think your suicide pool was rigged. All right, we got to wrap it up here, but we got one more game to talk about real quick. Okay, Vikings 49ers. <sighs> talk about the stunner of the weekend oh last my God, week. How did I Minnesota mean, win last week. Delvin Cook is just ungodly. Del- Delvin Cook is unreal. Delvin Cook is like McCaffrey, and he when he's healthy. Yep. Takes the Vikings to another level. Playmaker. And I don't think people realize, if you watched the whole game last week, how good 
Dalvin Cook is. The dude does does it all. And if and I'm telling you right now, it's amazing. Take away Dalvin Cook last week, they get absolutely shellacked. But because Correct. they had him, their time of possession, and you have to understand that every team in the NFC this year, besides the Eagles who made it, was loaded with talent. They just had the unfortunate thing of playing in the same division as the Packers. That's people don't realize. 